0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 34 of Competitive Magic with the Cardies. I'm your host from Italy, Andrea Mengucci, and joining me we have Javier Dominguez from Spain. Hello everyone. And that's it, because Anthony is getting ready to uh, once again go through the Pacific Ocean to reach uh, the America to play the Pro Tour, so he uh, left early. And uh, yeah, it's just me and Javier today. How's it going, Javier?
1: I'm pretty well, how are you yourself?
0: I'm good. Very stress. very stressing uh, week as I have to get, you know, my uh, YouTube videos, my Channel Firebolt uh, articles and videos, and as well as testing, of course, since uh,
1: uh, I'm leaving next Monday. What about you? I'm leaving on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited to go. But I'm, I was wondering, like, how is it feeling for you to go back to testing for a tournament like this? It's like being like, you know, something... You missed something you were like, well, you know, I'm feeling old to do this again. How how are your impressions? I want to know that.
0: Well, I would say that uh, it's very fun to, you know, practice with friends, talk about it on Discord and things like that. Uh, all these, like, Discord things very much feels new to me because, you know, old Pro Tour testing was just, uh, was mostly done in paper, right? Or in person. Um, so... I really look forward to Monday, where I'll meet with the rest of the team, and you know we'll be drafting and and doing uh, a lot of paper testing. Uh, but so far, it's been very fun to share thoughts with you know people like uh, uh Arnentoffel. By the way, huge shout out to Arnentoffel who are always uh, uh, playing in Discord. Um, uh, it's very very cool, yeah, for sure.
1: I'm glad you, you're liking it. It's like quite. Expe- I think it's part of the tournament experience. Like, the PTs will not be the same if it was not, like, all these, like, things before the tournament, right? Yeah, I've been been putting in a lot
0: of uh, real uh, paper draft, because I think that, uh, you know how the policy uh, for maybe the people uh, that, you know, they're not playing the PT, they they don't know about the draft policy, it's kind of wild, and... um, Basically, correct me if I'm wrong, but the policy is that you open your, your booster, your 15 cards booster, and there's two flip cards in this booster, and you have to reveal both of them to your table. Then you have to sleeve your pack, and then you start drafting. So everybody's draft sleeved, but you get a lot of information because, you know, you have to, yes, you, you see like, you can see up to sixteen double face card before even you start drafting the pack. So it's gonna be overwhelming to draft in paper for sure.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean I got stuck in the part of like there's two double face card in every pack. That's true. I I didn't realize I should have realized before, but I didn't. Um yeah, I mean that's a lot of information for sure. But I think that's also kind of interesting in terms of sign signals. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's um I'm looking forward for the draft as well. But it's it's um I don't know how it's going to go, but it's good to have this yeah, limited so back in the tournaments. I I mean, I liked it a lot in 3DX APT, and I'm going to like it here, for sure.
0: Yeah, I haven't drafted in a long time, and uh, it, it's fun. I mean, I still um, very much prefer the, the constructed gameplay to the limited gameplay, but I would say that the draft deck building, and it's definitely a fun experience.
1: Yeah, it's also... I don't know, all the games are more unique. This is the classic limited versus constructed. I'm also traditionally more a constructed player but i guess as you know the years pass i tend to be more i'm a little bit more of a limited player i guess it, it's i don't know if it's a time or it's just me changing as a player but dude, I, I like both so i don't mind either way
0: yeah yeah no for sure for sure um but yeah this uh the whole, uh, the whole double face card thing, there's this new mechanic battle, which was definitely a fun experience to learn at the beginning how to approach it, whether you want to be aggressive to attack the battles or, uh, you know, just getting the B and just kind of defend them. So it, we will definitely unpack everything after the Pro Tour, talking about our draft experience and, of course, the standard experience. But for now, we're just uh, kind of... Uh, checking up the news of uh, the first weekend of uh, March of the Machine uh, constructed formats, shall we?
1: Yeah, we can also go through all the formats Anthony doesn't like, so it's kind of a plus, you know?
0: Yeah, we're talking about Legacy and popper today, so check out for those at the end of the podcast <laughs> for
1: sure. <laughs> Cheers.
0: <laughs> yeah, Anthony, Anthony, will, uh, Anthony will never listen to this podcast, so it's fine. It's fine, we'll, yeah, we, 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 we can, we can we talk safe. about We can it.
1: actually say we didn't talk about those and... He will never find out. I mean, maybe he will. I don't know. Yeah, we can we can, we can play the game and see if he realizes. <laughs> All All right. Right, let's go, uh, Javier.
0: Did you play any map? Did you challenges this weekend or just uh, testing?
1: Yeah, I just I think I just tested. Oh no no no! I actually played uh, one standard challenge, but I'm um, two different friends congratulated me of making top thirty-two with a two-four record. So. Here I go, I made top 32 of a oh, challenge. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's
0: a <two-ball> record. <laughs> it's not for everybody. It's,
1: wow. Uh, I mean, It's a good result, you know, for a 2-4. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah, so...
0: Didn't the standard challenge just has 64 people minimum
1: now? No, I think my my challenge was less. I don't know how many it was. I registered because I was not doing nothing. and It was a standard and it was a few people, but then a lot of people registered in the last second. I think maybe it was like 40, mm-hmm. 50, I don't know. But I just... like. I just kept playing, I kept losing, and I forgot about the tournament and then I came back and I just like almost time out of match because I forgot about it, but it was like two three, so or something like or one three or whatever. So I just kept playing and I ended two four and yeah, I got to thirty-two, so yay. <laughs> good value. Nice entry feedback. Entry feedback. Very good value. Entry feedback yeah, is the a good. Challenges value. Are,
0: definitely, are definitely good value. Right? I mean they
1: are good value. I mean, if you can win or you can just like break even most of the time. I mean if you go C two, you can drop I guess. But that's it. Like if you go like two and two, you can just go three and three and it's, you get your entry back, so it's kind of good.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to like have uh you know some um let's say five five hours yeah. free at home. I think more is because you, you, you top can, it. Like yeah.
1: if you have something you cannot avoid going onto something like you have, have like yeah, eight hours. Sure. You need like eight hours at least, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right,
0: so let's let's check up on them because obviously that is the the best source of competitive uh, magic that happens every day. Uh, sorry, every weekend, uh, especially for a format uh, like modern. Um, starting on Friday, we see. Uh, I think I, I called this uh, uh, when when Rhinos was popular and when Rhinos and Cre- when Rhinos and creativity were so popular. I said that it was a, a very good time to play uh, leading end again. And, uh, yeah,
1: yep. first, second, and third on Friday oh, are all leaving. That's that's total illumination You know, on the fourth, the fourth um, player in the top four is also playing Rhinos. It's so yeah. like, you know, maybe Cascade was just too good all the way. <laughs>
0: yeah, Cascade uh, definitely had a, a fantastic Friday. And uh,
1: I, wanna I don't something. know you saw. I want to ask something about you about about Cascade. Do you think Cascade is like a good thing for Modern. Like, do you think that you could like the format more if Cascade was like banned or something? Like they ban, you know, let's say they banned B- B- Violent Outburst. Would you feel that will make the format better or worse? It personally, so Cascade... So today I
0: played a League with Living End, right? And the first two matches, it was fantastic. It was unbeatable. It felt like I was playing show and tell with eight copies of show and tell in my deck. But then the wheels fell off, I, you know, hit the lows of the deck, and I finished the league 2-3. So, what Living End is, it's just one of the many luck deck, but just slightly better than maybe other luck decks. I think it's fine. I'm definitely not going out saying, like, you should ban Outburst. Sometimes they had fantastic draw against you, and you lose. Um, and some other times they they just, you know, play nine. They just don't do anything, and you beat them. Like that's been my experience in Prague as well. I like, I went one one against them, one draw great, one draw poorly. Is it is it healthy for the format? I mean, yeah, I'm wondering because know. It's very like yeah. the, thing,
1: the thing against cascade decks. It's like all the games look the same. Like there's not not much difference whether you like. No, that's true. Know, that's I'm true. just asking because yeah. that, that you know that's been around for like most of the modern's life, you know, like Cascade decks or whatever. And I was wondering like, so you think it's fine? You think it like makes the format better? I think it's fine. I think particularly right now, there's not that many
0: uh, good Teferi uh, Time reveler deck. Mostly it's just uh, uh, creativity. Uh, So I think that's one of the reasons. There's definitely that very many good cards to stop uh, the Cascade decks like for example uh, we can immediately skip to the uh, Saturday challenge where uh, the second place finisher is uh, Blue-White Control which I uh, played on uh, uh, on stream and had a, a very good performance losing like one or two games going uh, 5-0 uh, that's a deck that has so many tools for Cascade matchup but like it's not going to lose to Cascade
1: well it plays stream copies point. of Main Challenges of the Void I am not sure that's a sign of a healthy <laughs> dynamic in a format like modern <laughs>
0: Well, if you look at Chalice of the Void against the top decks, uh, it's very good because you hit zero yeah, on Living Dead yeah. and the Rhinos, and you hit one on Mercdite and Hammer. Yeah. So, Chalice of the Void is just a, a, good card. I think it's a very good card right now, for sure. Like, the top five decks, uh, I, unless you're playing against Creativity, it's all good.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. It feels like a cyber card putting in the main deck, though. But yep. that's what it is. I guess the yeah. yeah, modern is a little bit less spread than before, right? This last month, there are less, like, wild decks, a little bit more of, like, the same decks, I feel. Mm. One of the
0: decks that maybe didn't perform as well as we could have thought was Hammer. Only one in the four challenges top eight. Yeah. You have this new new card, Search of Salvation, which is now played in uh, in the main deck uh, and even in the sideboard over Blacksmith's skill and mm. Spell Piers. Since that card protects you against Force of Vigor. But um,
1: no, that that's yeah. very true though. Like that's that's a good uh, that's a good point. But I still think like if force of vigor is very played, hammer is not a good idea. Like that's that's still the same thing. Even if you know the card sure. or whatever, like it's not like rhinos. Yeah. It's not like rhinos needs force of vigor to beat you. Like rhinos is good against you. Plus, it also has force of vigor. That that's that's where it hurts the most because it's just like not having like a good a good matchup against that deck. Um, I don't know. Search is good enough, but it does protect you. It does not protect you against explos- explosives, does it? It does not. It does not. That that it it's only X-proof. Yeah, because exp- explosive is also another. Like fossil of and explosives are the big problems for hammer, and those two cars are just like very hard to counter with one card. There's nothing that protects you from both, right? Um. So you will
0: one mana, definitely not. Yeah.
1: No, exactly. Like if you if you had a card that will, for one mana protects us both, that would be what Hammer will need, I think, to to compete in this. I mean, of course it's a good deck, it's a powerful deck. Don't get me wrong, but that's it, right? Like it's just not. I don't think it's like a tier one anymore. So I like Hammer. It's a deck uh, I've enjoyed myself quite a bit, but I don't think Hammer is. I think this is the lowest Hammer has been since its inception. I think. Yeah, so,
0: you have, um, so the next days, probably today or tomorrow, I have to do my new power rankings for April. And um, yeah, so you would think that Hammer goes down to the A tier, have to put in in the B tier? Yeah, I within. think
1: Hammer, I, I think this is the first time since Hammer exists in modern that it's not tier one. That's how I feel about that, yeah.
0: I could say that, I could see that, mm. yeah. I would say that uh, mm-hmm. the best decks, the, the A tier right now are Tied... Uh, creativity and the Rhinos? Yeah, I would say. Even looking at the results, I think this just is confirmed. I think
1: at this point, I perceive it's like there's a gap between these three decks and the rest. Like, th- yeah. those are the three good decks now. And there are the other decks that they can obviously go to tournament and they're like also good, but like they're not as good as these three. This is the big three. I think modern is shipping in, in, that, in that way, I feel. Like now there's a gap, there's a power level gap, I think. Now these decks are becoming better and better. Like the Rhinos one with Mortai, this is a better deck. You know, Creativity's decks are actually quite well-tuned right now. So, yeah, that's, um, I think so. There's uh,
0: an interesting list uh, from a popular archetype, which is Amulet Titan, that won the uh, Saturday Challenge, which was playing four Pirection Metamorph in the main deck. I don't think we've ever seen that before.
1: No, I mean, I, I don't really... I mean, I get what Metamorph can do here, but I don't. F- I don't understand like why you also need like so many copies of this effect. Like, it doesn't really power up you that much in the early games. I mean, it can, but like, it's not like you need it. I don't know how you feel about this. Yes. I'm definitely not a, an Amulet expert, but I, I I learned the deck a little bit before. I don't know if you remember for Pro Tour London, where this was mm-hmm. my second option. So I learned the deck back in the day. But I, mm-hmm. I don't really get the the metamorph there. Yeah, we can also shout
0: out the the, the article that Dominic Harvey wrote about this uh, uh, this deck list. So if you're interested yeah. in Amulet, definitely follow Dom Dominic on Twitter yeah. and check his article.
1: It's more like a book over the, than an article, but yeah. Or sure, yeah, it, exactly. It, yeah. it was a. I think it's very good. I, I'm not a, I'm not a player anymore, but if you're an Amulet player, um, yeah. I agree with Mengu, I, I actually read the content and it was quite good. I'm not playing the deck anymore, but yeah, I think it's very good quality and it's the kind of content that I th- I, I personally like that kind of content a lot because it's very um, educative is the word, like it's not just, it's trying to tell you how to think when you play the games with the deck, which is, yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, this, this weekend at the store, there was a player buying uh, cards for Amulet. And I uh, asked him um, if he saw, if he built the deck because he saw the guide or whatever, and he just didn't know about it. So uh, I gave him now 30 pages to read about the deck he's buying, which is, you know, so such a good thing to have, right? Yeah, exactly. they have access to for free. Yeah it's,
1: also, yeah, it's also open. It's just the model, like, it's open, but you can pay for it if you like it. So I, I like the model a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I still get yeah.
0: comment on your uh, Pioneer Guide on YouTube channel. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's
1: of people. Yeah, know. I. Still. Yeah, as you could see, you know, that's the kind of content I like. So, well, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't really get the metamorph. I mean, I think it does have some merits, but I also think you could have, like, a medium ground, right? Like, you could just play two. Because metamorphosis is a card that like, if you draw, like, you're not, like, gonna, I mean, you draw, like, two copies in a situation where they're not great, they're just, like, super bad and even if you want this effect like i mean you can go crazy with the Primordial titans and the metamorphs also I, mean, I think it could be like a one two or three off i think four is like too many the way i see it but and you can also copy the Amulet of little and just go crazy right yeah exactly but yes. i mean like that, that's, that's mainly what i thought yeah but that's still probably not the reason to play four because if you don't draw the amulet it's also like a clunky card to draw two off it's uh, like it's playing it over like a thusa right so yeah, no Azusa in yeah. this list. You could even if you think Metamorph is better, you could probably play like three Metamorph 1 Athusa or even two and two. Like I mean the first Azusa you have to play, I think, because you sometimes pack for it. Right? So I think cutting the yep. first Asusa is just gronk. I, I I'm pretty sure it's wrong to not play a single Azusa because the lines exist and they enable kills. But at least I could see three Metamorph 1 Azusa. Assuming Metamorph is good, which might be, but not zero not asusa. yeah, that's my input here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely something worth mentioning. But um, overall, uh, Amulet Titan still a very, just very popular deck. I believe uh, the SCG was the, the fifth most popular deck, so uh, definitely need to respect it. And I think it's good to read that guide, even if you don't play Amulet, but just maybe read the section where they talk about uh, how to play against your deck, which is always important.
1: So the one thing about Amulet is, I think it got a considerable buff in the last sets. Like the the land, the new land is you know, it, it's good, like the, the, this deck keeps getting, like, new good cards, like, Tirana's Rex is also a good option to have on the sideboard so the sets, the years go by and this deck keeps getting better and better and I think the power level of this deck is actually, like, super high nowadays the issue is, though, you said there's three decks, which are Creativity, Rhinos and Mortaite, two of them are Blood decks right, and Blood is, like, the best card against um, against Amulet so I think now we're in a position where Amulet is just basically losing to the best decks, but beating everything else. And what I mean with this is Amulet is not great right now because you're going to have a tough time against those decks. But if for some reason Rhinos just stops seeing a lot of play, which has happened before, uh, and or Murtite just loses ground to a deck like Omnath or whatever... Amulet is now strong enough, I think, to take over the format. I mean, not take over, but because again, a deck like Amulet cannot be like the deck to beat because it will fall to Blood Moon, but it can just, it's not that far from becoming a tier one again. I think it's just about Blood Moon at this point.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, we mentioned earlier about how uh, Amortime was bad because of Force of Vigor and wear Tear and etc. And this deck also suffers those cards heavily. So I think it's, it's mostly just the package of Urza Saga decks. Uh, that are now maybe struggling a bit more than, Mm. I don't know, five months ago I think,
1: obviously obviously this deck is bad against Force of Vigor but I think it's not, not to the same extent as Hammer, like I think Hammer just falls to Force of Vigor the same way Amulet falls to Blood Moon, in a way, you know, you have answers you can do things but just like, that card destroys you I think, I think Amulet can very often just have a good play or a good plan against Force of Vigor, like if you you play an Amulet and just uh, you know, like a Grazer and they have to force of vigor the amulet because otherwise you could threaten to go off. That's not exactly too bad for you. Like yeah, yeah. no, that's
0: yeah, that's a win for yeah, sure.
1: But in hammer, you have to. Yeah. You usually have yeah. you lose two permanence, but also you have to like if, even if you go amulet and then you go dryad land, Karu land, and they force of vigor, you still get the land drops and you can threaten to go like you know primeval titan or whatever next turn. Like this happens sometimes, and it's not like force of vigor destroys you so much. So I, th- I think, I mean, uh, like the issue, um, of course, Rhinos has both, which is <laughs> even even worse, right? But I think um, Magus of the Moon also has a problem with this deck. But like, yeah, I think Force of Vigor is not as good, even though it's good. I think, as to say, Ursa Saga, obviously weak against Force of Vigor, it's always going to be. But I don't know. I think if Force of Vigor was the only problem for Amulet, I think the deck could get away beating that card, uh, sometimes at least. Yeah, one more uh, deck I want
0: to talk about uh, in these uh, uh, top eight this weekend is uh, Bring to Let Scape Shift, which I will finally put in my uh, top fifteen uh, best modern decks. Um, it's a deck I have done very well with uh, every time I play it on uh, on my on my YouTube channel. And uh, two more copies in the top eight. Although I have to mention that one of the versions is the stock one, uh, and the other one is insane. Have you seen it? It's from Kiara Works. Which one? Top four. Top four. Top Top eight, Saturday. Okay. He's playing four copies of Farseek. Wow. A card that we don't see at all anymore. And also two copies of Ragavan in this five-color deck.
1: Yeah. This is wild, actually. Yeah. 30 land to... 30 lands to, Tur- Raga- Raga, to Raga, man. 30 lands to Raga, man. And then first in the sideboard, four containment priest. <laughs> that's that's strange. Anyway, though, like, this kind of deck, there's been light. I mean, we've seen this before, but, like, they just keep being solid. Like, they just keep happen to make topics here and there. And it's never too polite. Yep. Like, it has to, yeah, it has to there be is decent.
0: A, yeah, there's a player uh, that posts a lot of... Um, uh, Modern results. His name is Anil on uh, on Twitter, and uh, he keeps... Every time he posts this, like, last month win percentages of decks, uh, the Brintel Escape Shift is always so much... Uh, it's very much winning compared to uh, how much is played. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, it's very similar to what Jessica Breach was maybe, like, six or, or, or nine months ago. Just, you know, it was winning a lot, and it wasn't played at all. Uh, so maybe this could be the new... One of the best... the I mentioned how Modern is missing Teferi decks, and this could be a uh, a very good uh, uh, Teferi Time Raveler deck.
1: Yeah, I mean, Teferi plays very well here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this deck is underplayed. I, when I play against this deck, it's never like, well, it's a bad, you know, like it's so weak or whatever. Like it's Because it's like a tier three or whatever, but it does put a fight. Like, it has with the interaction, it has like a solid plan, and it has like good cards like Uren and Teferi, which are like the, the the creativity cards. I think the issue here is like, there's a lot of cards that this deck shares with creativity. So the reason probably like to play this deck will be if you like the creativity shell and you think those cards are good, but there's like enough hate for creativity that you want to play this. Plus I assume exactly. this has to be good in the mirror. Like this has to be good against creativity because if they come and you come and you win, right? So...
0: Yeah, but like they can combo on turn four, and you don't have like any interaction. So I don't, I don't, I don't think this deck is good against creativity, honestly. No, I mean you have like, like for you to win, you need so much, so much more time.
1: I mean, you still have, you can still combo to turn four, right? Like, the turn four, sure, the turn four, yeah, sure. four Arkan, and you turn four like Valkyx Aldi Arkan. Mm, that's. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can. Yeah, I guess one archon is not safe. Maybe two. Yeah, but two. Uh, two you is, have to go
0: for two arcons. Yeah, but two. Yeah.
1: Then maybe you're in the zone where they can just escape. You killed you with the Valakuts. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. I'll have to play, but I will think this is better against the. Also, yeah, I think- Yeah, maybe. As you mentioned, these decks are so
0: super similar. They're both one-car combo, and uh, they have super strong plan. Uh, the uh, creativity plan has Fable of the Mirror Breaker, whereas this one has just Dryad, I guess. That it's their their engine.
1: I mean, Dryad's right, probably better in the heads-up, right? Like, imagine you could play Dryad in the middle Match of Creativity. That would be a sick card.
0: Also, like, so many games with this deck, you just win with Dryad. You yeah. just go, like, Dryad, to Fetchlands, and you have one Balakut. That's just, you know, 12, <laughs> just so much but damage. But if you
1: do well, this, now it's very almost uh, impossible for a creativity player to actually like combo. Yeah. Plus, it's sure. very hard for the creativity deck to remove triad. You know? Yeah, they only have binding. Yeah, so they yeah. have binding. So, and you have binding as well, so you can just hold the binding. So when they come in response, you bind in the binding and then just balakut fetch, you know, like. Kill the yep. tokens. I, I I think the more I think about it, I think this should crush creativity. Crush. I mean, okay. contextually speaking, of course, like be ahead, not crush, crush, but like. Yeah. Hmm. I'm always
0: afraid to say that the creativity, because like whenever I play with creativity against a deck that doesn't have counter spell, I always feel ahead because my combos is so good. Well, like, yeah, but this my one
1: car combo is so good. Well, it's uncommon that there's a one combo that beats your one combo, but this one does. That's the thing. Okay. Like, like this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I will have to play, but on paper, I also have played both. I mean, I have played the creativity quite a bit, and I have played against this deck a few times. Mm, I know this deck is just so scary. I yeah. I mean, yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of combo decks that uh, you know, like turn one
0: combo, like it's the uh, Z1 US build of. Uh, uh, Glimpse of Tomorrow, which I streamed with today. Uh, uh, now they play Omnath Locus of Rage instead of Omnath Locus of Creation. The difference is that the Locus of Rage is the second one printed and it's it triggers with every every Orlando? land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every land you get an elemental. And then you trigger the reason reef whenever you trigger an elemental. Oh, I see. You flip a land and you trigger Omnath, which puts an elemental, so you trigger again, reason brief. So I feel like whenever <laughs> I did the thing, I always drew my deck hmm. all the time, and then and then you have the endurances to not deck yourself. Wow, that's wild. And then you finish it with uh, fury, bolting all your one one lamentals, so that you just shoot your opponent with Omnath.
1: Wow, well, that's that's too much to process. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real.
0: Magical line. It took ages to win, but I did it two or three times, and uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was definitely like a very convoluted turn one win, but it did happen. Oh, every yeah, time because I it's a
1: seven mana it. one. I thought it was the four one. I was I was confused. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a seven mana one. It's a seven mana one. Look, so is so much. Modern, it's
0: so much, but you flip it, you flip it randomly, and, and you have four. So, well, if, you, if you have enough permanence, oh, yeah, which,
1: this, you know, between this, they like, could play the old and omnath to cast this omnath, right? To run like you could play two four omnath of the old one and four of this, yeah. and you can go omnath tribal,
0: yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, I'm as anyone has been uh iterating versions of glimpse for a while, and I've never seen this this one before, so I'm sure that uh, <laughs> we'll see more from him. This is wild. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lot of. I mean, with four uh, challenges per weekend, there's a lot more spice, and uh, it makes very good for us to talk about. And, and one, more weekend,
1: one more weekend, one more mono black, corn deck in the top eight for challenge. Yeah, I'll, I'll stream that tomorrow. I'm very it excited. Keeps making. is eight. actually,
0: yeah, Trollan is the person that uh, kind of started the whole uh Cabal herb herborg thing in Modern.
1: I see. I didn't know that, but th- yeah. th- this next the cut yeah, thought the thoughtsies. though. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's been a while that they cut thoughtsies. Um, I like yeah, that okay. for sure. He's now playing with four Shadow of Doubt in the main deck. And four Invoke Despair still. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah, invoke, the, invoke Despair. Ooh, notably, he cut the the wow. He cut the Tutor. He cut the um, profane Tutor. Yeah,
1: I think I like this deck more now. it Doesn't have the Tutor. Ooh,
0: yeah, interesting. There's a uh, eight field of ruin.
1: Wait, is Shadow of Doubt Field of Ruin the combo? I think so. Yeah. He also cut the ensigning Bridge, which I think this player or someone else someone else beat me with the bridge. I will not cut the bridge. But other than that, yeah, I mean it's Yeah, that's weird. Why did he cut the bridge? Yeah, this like this like is this like is not bad as well.
0: Yeah. Actually I played a, a modern uh a modern weekly event uh, a few days ago, I went three one with Scam, and I lost to Mono Black in the last round. You
1: cannot blood moon this deck. I mean, you can probably. Like, just ambiti- I, I must.
0: I must blood moon the deck, but they they keep on playing Magic. Mostly. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> ten swamps. Yeah, it's out of swamps. Also, it doesn't need that many swamps, right? Like well. Uh, no. you need four for the invoke. No, I mean for non-invoke cards, like the rest is Oh, one. to
0: to play magic? Yeah, yeah, you only need two, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Even All one, right. one. Um yeah, lots of spices
0: always. Of course there's also the Merc Tide list. Uh we see the, the, the one that me and Brad talked about last week. Uh too. By the way, if you haven't here if you haven't heard uh, episode thirty three, uh, me and Brad uh, we talked about Uh, We have was a special guest on the podcast. he talked about magic in general, and also he's uh, uh, top four at the SCG Richmond. Nice,
1: eight, yeah. All right, now what about we move forward for the for the tournament for the formats?
0: Sure. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about pioneer, shall we?
1: Yeah, pioneer is also you know things are happening still there.
0: Yeah, let's let's start mentioning the uh, Mana Trader series, uh, which is a uh, it's a pretty good event. Lots of people competed in that one, and uh, it was a two days event. With uh, uh, I don't know if they played only the top eight on day two, but they certainly played it in two days. And the winner uh, from France, uh, Remy Fortier. Yeah, oh, congratulations with the
1: black red yeah, midrange
0: he was playing Red, Black, range, but my eyes immediately went to the mana base and I see Urbor Tomb of the <laughs> Yes,
1: you're a very well-educated player. Of the but Arcade.
0: I also see four swamps. How many
1: swamps did you play? I mean, I played like two, three, four, but four plus Urbor is a lot of swamps. I, I don't... And Takenuma. Yeah, and that's like basically five swamps, five swamps. That's, that's a lot of swamps. I don't like that many swamps. And two hive. So he plays like yeah. eight swamps. Yeah. It's like 15 black steel, uh, red steel though. But yeah, I mean, th- th- there's a lot of things to talk about the mana base. Uh, of course, I th- I said everything I I had to say on the on our special guide podcast, whatever it's called. Mm, from the, from this mana base, not only the lot of storms, but the, he also cut one of the haunted ridge, which honestly might be correct, but the the hunt is just like so good sometimes. But it's a thing to explore later. Just deck might just be okay with three ridges also. The same, yeah,
0: and there's four power word kill. I often talk about uh, Raktus with uh, some friends of mine, and they all play without power word kill, they're so afraid of attracts.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's I think in this kind of answer, th- this lesson comes from like the the Villy really times of John, right? Like, just spread your removal so it's ne- you don't have like multiple copies that they're dead against one card, right? Like, if there is a in the format you probably should not play four power kill. Like, if you think it's good, you should probably play three or two. But playing four makes it so you can happen, like, you can see this is scenarios where you have like this bad removal three times or two times against an Atraxa, and that's just very bad. I, th- I like it spreading more the removal here. And I uh, I like the second and the main deck, but at least it's on the sideboard, which to be fair, I mean, Crocs is better in the cyber games usually so they're choosing here to go for Mystery Shadow Beatdown which is fine if you spec a lot of marine I think Monogreen is now like more played, we'll talk about this a little bit later so yeah I mean this deck overall except for Urborg which I don't like for sure but the rest seems is just fine, like it seems well adapted to what's going on right now with like rest and the Noxious Grass to be attacking marine a little bit more uh, it's kind of, I mean they did clearly put some thought I think in what was going on here
0: yeah the uh, the Crux has been reprinted in the latest uh, set. The other day I was drafting, and I just saw Crux. I was like, "Wow!" I didn't expect that. This is the uh, there's so many. I don't know. I felt like it was a nice, <laughs> a nice addition. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 check up the the challenges as well because there's obviously some new cards um, added to Pioneer. Uh, the the biggest. The biggest, the deck that got the most new cards is Mono Green. We have uh, Sam Sherman winning on Saturday with uh, two copies of Pulkanus Reborn, one copy of Invasion of Ikoria, and one of Invasion of Ixalan. So, for those of you who haven't checked those cards, Polukranos Reborn is the three mana four five reach that flips into, let's say, a Vrindcall Engine. So you have triple green with reach. That's gonna be very good against the Spirits deck that used to be good against Mono Green.
1: Yeah, I mean that. That's, I mean, it's just a card that's triple green card that also has some late game value, but also, as I said, like happens to slice Singhala like your you formed, used to be like worst matchup, right? So it's just a very good card for the archetype. Uh, probably it's better than what I thought. I mean, I thought it would be fine, and I think the the I don't know the name, the tribute of the all the three or something, the three, three green enchantment. From the new set? Yes. I thought this... as whenever you spend more than three mana, you you draw a card. Yeah. I thought this card will also be good, but it seems like it's not. Like, the monitoring experts are not playing it. But Mm Polocranos, yeah, I mean, it's a two-off. But if it's as good as it looks, it could be a three-off also. Like, it just gives so much devotion. It attacks the battles if you play them, which some shermans... I mean, it looks like they were trying, you know? Playing one of each here. Yeah, for sure. It looks like they were just trying to see, you know? I mean, there's a world where both are... um, you know, better as a one-off, but I don't think that's going to be the case. They're so different; they're different cards. And I mean, all of Invasion of Ikoria probably—I mean, sorry, Ixalan not better than off of Nisa but maybe because of the legendary nature of the cards. I also think battles are not very good in multiples, but the, the first one is probably the the easiest one to you know make it good. So, I mean, Monogram just got better, but it's this keeps being the trend, right? Like, there's a new set, some new cards happening for and it becomes better. Then it's more played. Then it be, then people hate it out because they get back to the anti-mana cards, and then we have another new set, and then it happens again. That seems to be the the history of pioneers recently with the card. Yeah, Invasion and...
0: of the Decor- Invasion of the Core is the one that tutors up a creature. I played against it in Modern uh, I against Devoted <laughs> Druid. I guess you know it just uh, it's a tutor effect. Whenever you want uh, a Cavalier of Thorn here. Doesn't sound that good. Yeah, but
1: it's a little bit clunky. I mean, it's just like a card like, you know, you can just I mean just camp pin seven for a cavalier, right? Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, I don't know. You can play also five for the volcanos. I I honestly don't think this card is very good overall. Mm, I think the version of X is better for Manorin, but I mean Of course the effect is powerful, right? Uh also yep. if you flip the the Kodia, it's just a huge unblockable creature or whatever but like I don't know how much that matters because if you're attacking for six and they're not blocking chances are you're probably like doing well regardless so yeah I'm, I will default to think like the the other one is better I mean they, they can be put with uh, like they can be put with Stone the Festival right? is that correct? yes but you don't get you don't do anything I guess you can attack I mean you can basically you know, go elf yeah. into turn two invasion of Icoria. you know to have another elf Mm-hmm. And then it's like a, it's it's like again it's like a green a bad Green Senate, isn't
0: it? The be- yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's green sun yeah. Sun, like, like, yeah, it's like final Devastation
1: yeah, or so it's, it's Maybe it's just worse on Final of Devastation.
0: No? I mean it's a permanent in place that gives you devotion.
1: Ah, so okay, so it gives you to devotion. Ah, so it's better than Final Devastation. Yeah, so I mean so it's a Final devastation that gives to devotion. Maybe it's fine. I mean I'm not, big, not a big fan. I don't think I don't think the deck lacks devotion that much, especially if you add like Polukranos Reborn. It doesn't seem like it's gonna miss it. Yeah, I will have to I will have to try it, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna be great.
0: Who knows? Yeah, new deck uh, also in the top eight is uh, blue-black rogues playing uh, Yuta Taka Ash invitational card that we're gonna see later in Legacy too. That's Fairy Mastermind. Yeah, uh, that's a fairy rogue, and rogue was a very powerful. Standard deck that never quite broke into Pioneer, but maybe now can.
1: Mm, I mean, it's strange because I feel like this, I mean, this deck is like not bad, it's just like worse at mid-ranging people that Black Red is. And I think there's it's not very likely that these two decks can coexist in like a stop spot of the metagame because they are both like you know, Thoughtsies, Fatal Push, Threats cards, like they're both playing Shield Red and you know. Cards like Nighthawk Scavenger are very good, but they're just simply worse than cards like Fable of Mirror Breaker. So I don't think Fairy Mastermind is good enough in Pioneer. I think it's good in, in Legacy because people play a lot of Cantrips. So you play Mastermind against a lot of decks, like yeah, Black Red or Red Green, you know, even Monogreen, whatever. The card is not very good. Against Monogreen specifically, it's good against um, Kyota, but also one card against Monogreen is not that much of a deal compared to other matchups. So I don't think. This card is like good enough in this. I think the Mastermind is like pretty much a legacy card, where it's great, but it's 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 well designed for that purpose. It looks right, like like I think you need your opponents to actually draw cards. Otherwise, this becomes like a two mana flying for two, which is which is fine. I mean, we have casted a lot of custom mage without the spells, but power level nowadays is so high. I don't think this is good enough unless, yeah, unless like like a legacy has to be great. But here, also... Yeah,
0: in, Pi- in Pioneer, uh, you know, Blue-Red blue, blue, red, blue red Phoenix used to be the best deck a few months ago, but I guess now people don't put Consider and Opt anymore in their deck.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, like, the, yeah, like, if you look at the at the top eight of these two challenges, it's, like, Cedo Phoenix are similar. Like yeah. The the only the most similar thing is, like, creativity, but it's still, like, you know, this card's not that good against creativity. They, they play Spacking Hazard, so it's still fine there. But, you know, I don't think... I think there are many card effects in the
0: um, yeah I saw I saw uh, one of our uh, Patreon um uh, we didn't mention the Patreon Javier there's a new Patreon this Shit. week
1: yeah we should
0: there's a new Patreon this week thank you so much Michael I uh, hope you enjoy the stay in the discord where uh, you know as I, as I was saying um uh, Niv was made um, made a couple of good results in a row uh Posted on Twitter about it. I was like, "Oh, cool! Maybe you know there's something more to this deck." And uh, sorting the top eight, I was like, "You know, basically like this is spell Pierce and Drown over the Dreadbore and and you know the the black like, removal spell."
1: Yeah, I mean that, that it's also much better against combo. But that's then again, it's not really. Yeah, it's not exactly like this deck can be good given the meta game. Like I think I will not be surprised if this deck is, for example, much better against Modern than Black Red or against. um... Yeah. Like Lotus Field or whatever. But then again, that's true regardless of mastermind. Like uh, there's probably better cards you can play against those specific two decks, right? Like mm-hmm. even okay, another counter it's, spell.
0: New, again, new card, first weekend,
1: uh try now. That's also fine. Like you can just play four mana and you draw a card, you know, and both players draw a card, that's fine. Like you draw two yeah, and they draw one. Draw a card. So they see like, you draw two, they draw one. Yeah, so it's just, which is just basically drawing a card, right? Okay. It's similar to drawing a card, which makes the card okay. like a two mana. Do you remember a Mage from M? See? Yeah, so it's like a Surmage, flying. It-
0: yeah, but it has it's a rogue, so it triggers a Gilder for sure. it's a fine
1: card. I'm just saying, like it's not, mm-hmm. you know, in those matches. yeah, it's yeah. not amazing here. But um, yeah, I mean, if there's enough common in the metagame, uh, this could be good. But I will hate to play this against Gruul or Rakdos specifically. Like just you know, the Mooncrusher Giant menace there just do crush new creatures yes. no good
0: no speaking of gruel there's a new uh there's a new gruel deck in pioneer i guess uh doomwig wake yeah. with the ancient imperiozor this is a bomb rare in graft that also happens to be pioneer playable it's like a small carny. it's a seven mana dinosaur convoke trample war two gets plus one plus one Plus two plus two for each card that they convoke it. Of course you have eight elves, low strike beast, is chariot tokens.
1: Everything convokes this, but I think for me this is a, an ancient carni, you know? That's that's all I'm saying. It's the, a carney. It's a carny. I think yeah. I think it's definitely a carni. I mean the, the posture of the dinosaur is similar to the carney one. Oh don't you think so? Speaking of carnies, Javier, uh the uh, the editor of uh, of
0: my YouTube channel uh gave me three uh three carnage tyrant yes uh because he wants uh, me you and anthony to sign them for him in, in minneapolis
1: nice so yeah take them take them there yeah that's very nice they, they will have like three yeah, if, you, <laughs>
0: if you if you yeah if you also want to have some carnage signed in minneapolis uh you
1: know bring it to yeah, us yeah bring us the carnage and we would love to sign them absolutely yeah <laughs> so yeah let's go back to this uh yeah this is like a carney and it's it's good you know 2023 power level so it's better than a carny but i mean this 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 dinosaur kills fast i don't know how good it is because you have to spend a whole turn like in pioneer with Gruul, usually like all your creatures attack most of your turns so it's not like your creatures are chilling like in standard where sometimes they are just there here you have like the storm seeker you're attacking but maybe there's enough like lobstruck beasts and elves there too it's a good thing for the elves that's that's for sure it's not that easy, no, not that hard to cast this guy for like a 10-10, worth two, which is not easy to kill, I think. Right? And you can go elf, elf chariot, and then Boomba.
0: Yeah, and you can give it a haste and attack. That's a classic, uh, reckless storm seeker with bomb uh, with expensive threats. Yeah, but this this time common. it's like attacking
1: for lethal. Like this time you go, yeah, yeah like attacks for lethal. <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, not that,
0: not that uh, uh, sky King, sky sky sovereign wasn't really attacking for lethal because sometimes just killing a creature and attacking for six
1: no but against combo for example enough. let's say you go to turn four and you have like a lobster Beast oh, okay. an elf and a Stormseeker you just play four mana tap these three guys so these guys are 12-12 so you attack for 13 with haste and trample and yeah. it's not I didn't have to picture like a whole super hard situation it's just like a Stormseeker yeah. and two sheeters there and yeah. that's like you know that that's and if well, yeah, I, mean, I think I said Lovestock Beast like you could just attack for like 16 that, that's that's that, that's maybe good yeah I mean I know. <laughs> one thing one thing. I...
0: Whenever I see this, like, Lanor Elves deck, I always uh, look, see four stone brain in the sideboard. Like, I want I want your opinion on this, because does every deck that doesn't play blue need four stone brain in Pioneer to compete with the Atraxa and Grace Fang decks? Or is it just, I don't know what to put in my sideboard, I guess I'll put four stone Well, brain. the thing
1: is, there's no card in a Gruel that's good against all the combo decks. Like in black, you can play duress, you can play more thacces or whatever. In blue, you can play card spells, but in red and green, there's nothing. You can, you, you can play in volley, but then you don't use it against a tri- a creativity or Traxa. Then you can just play other cards, but then they don't help you against Grisfang. So, Stonebrain just helps you against all the komodex. And I think I think that's it's just like just think of it as like a duress. You know, it's like expensive duress, which is I think it does a job. Right, like if you play Grisfang and, and you just to, get a brain by Guru. It's very hard for you to beat the Guru with the chariots and playing fair. I feel so. I think it's a fine card. Like also on the play, you just can just slaughter the decks like Lotus Field. Even Grayswing on the play, just Summer in turn three, the game's over, right? Like you didn't even get to play the Lotus Field or the Neoforms even with the best hands. So I think that's um, that's a very good also option. I think it's good. Yeah, it's just through, through, I mean, it's like an incremental of colorless, right? So. I think it's it's fair.
0: Yeah, I guess Brain from the time being, will be an evergreen uh, Pioneer Cyber card.
1: Yep, I think I think so, I think it is. But it's not like all the yellow or elf decks, just like this deck specifically. Like if, th- if th- there was like a blue green deck, you would play Counter Spells. But it's just yeah. the lack of options. Like black and blue are the colors that interact. Like if there was a white green deck, you might actually play like cards like the Arcan of Emery or something which are actually good also, or maybe Redain, Thalia. Yeah, Thalia will be the card. But here, there's just no options. Like, there's, it's the best option because it's the only option, I think, against all the combos.
0: Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, I was playing uh, Green White Angel, also had 4 Stone Brain, and I think another deck also had 4 Stone Brain. So I was, I was curious to hear your opinion on, on the card. I don't think it's that As, good in Angels, know, we, though. We all... Uh, we all know that crying effects are not good. No, in they're general, not good. In magic, yeah, exactly. They, they but, suck, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, th- I think in angel specifically, I would probably not play it. I think White has some cards like Redane or whatever that are good enough. Like you can just have Rest in Peace, Redane, something like this, and you cover enough combos because most combos are either stack based, so Redane is good, or like just graveyard based, so you can just hit both. Also, like Rest in Peace is good against. Like even lotus or whatever, right? So, so yeah. I would probably not playing white.
0: Did, yeah. Did you see the the new the new deck, the new Atraxa deck that won the challenge on Sunday?
1: The new Atraxa that won the challenge? Yeah. The
0: yeah first place, uh, Xeric, the the Master, won in Pioneer without creativity, but with, with creativity.
1: Yeah, basically, basically creativity, right? Those are the ones that were creativity less in, yeah, in Explorer. I think it was or just just magnify for. For the Atraxa. Yeah, but this is basically a more tuned uh, creativity deck, I think. Um, big thing, though, is Hatsatsis. Like, what? You know, like this is splashing for Thatsis and Kaito Shizuki, which obviously provides a fodder for um for the, the Trash Modify. Yeah. Uh, That's true. I mean, Thatsis always adds an interesting angle to these combo decks because now you could go like Thatsis combo, right? Which is something yeah. that makes them. The, I assume the reason behind this is like this deck is actually quite good overall against the mid-range decks, but it falls falls pretty fast against control. And the is dynamic just it's what makes Greasefunk so good, right? Like if you are playing against a reactive deck, you can sometimes just sample the card and just go like Thoughtis combo on the same turn, and the game's often over. Like they have to leave mana and the two cards in their hand to be able to defend. And that's maybe a good direction for this deck. Of course, you're gonna suffer more against Sagro decks, but it's not like Pioneer is super aggressive now. And maybe this is just better than normal creativity. I saw is in the sideboard, I assume, for control as well, trying to carry the game with yeah. them.
0: And it's more tokens that you can target, Trasmogrify with.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this deck is good. But for example, you're playing this deck. If a red-green deck just um, stone brains your Trasmogrify or Traxus, like your Atraxa. you're in trouble. Like of course your deck is very functional. You can still play a typhoon and try to win the game with it. or you're in trouble. Like you're you're gonna have a rough time beating a gruel in a long game with this deck because yep. you're gonna to, to eventually sure, like draw like air or whatever and they have like a lot of large cards. Even like cards like letter of the Hydro, you have to kill absolutely everything. You know you can win with a fable, I guess, but it's do not work. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, can, gonna be easy. You can Art Cast Shark. You can card Shark. you can also cycle for X seven. Like you can win. It's not like Stone is there to um, No, 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 of course. I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. I understand what you mean. But uh, you will be but in trouble, yeah, right?
0: So Yeah, I really like the the totsies in combo decks. I was mentioning it how much I don't really like Totsis in, in modern. I think they're probably the lowest that there have ever been. And yeah. uh but they're good maybe in junk creativity, where they protect your combo, so you can just go off.
1: Yeah, but then, yeah, exactly. Yeah, is they, more like this. Yeah. yeah, they have
0: the classic weakness of you. Thatsis pass. They turn after you combo. They drew the answer, uh, which you know it happened twice today when I was playing Living. game, there's a grief my opponent. They turn after I cascade and uh, it happens. Had, so, drew a counterspell. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's part of the the reason why uh, at the counterspell probably better, right?
1: Yeah, I mean they're better now. <laughs> All right, I think we move to the um, to the next format, shall we? Yeah,
0: let's move to the to the Legacy format where, as we mentioned earlier, uh, it's where Fairy Mastermind shined the most, uh, winning on Sunday by o- Ozymandias, uh, which, by the way, he uh, top aided on Saturday with Staff of Domination, no, sorry, what's the name? Staff of? Storyteller. Staff of the, he top aided on Saturday with Staff of the Storyteller, and then on Sunday uh, they, they replaced the Staff with uh, Fairy Mastermind and came first place.
1: I don't think I've seen like this many times it's I mean it's not like they only replace this stuff they also replace like the whole deck like one is a stoneforge right. staff you know like more mid-range deck whatever the other one is more control, it has like a lot of planeswalkers. Yeah. I don't think we seen many times like Saturday I play your top eights in the challenge and Sunday it tops the challenge with a different deck <laughs>
0: Yeah, we see a lot of times, like, you
1: know, someone someone wins uh, two in a row or whatever. We've seen this a lot. Or, like, you know, two doubles in a row. But it's always with the same deck, you know? It's never like, yeah, I just changed 15 cards or 10 cards or whatever, which is yeah. a lot for Legacy, by the way. <laughs> it's just like... I don't know. I think it's funny. I think that's very uncommon to see. It's like, also, yeah, the cyborg is diff- like, it's drastically different. Those are two different decks. It, sh- <laughs> it showed me that
0: this person has a huge uh, critical... Uh, Critical thought, critical process.
1: Well, I can see that, you know, they may top it and they were probably like, yeah, there's like a shit I'm going to play. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I I think that I've been, I've been mentioning ever since uh, my first week of uh, Legacy post Express iteration. Control decks are amazing right now. Uh, you can build a plethora of different uh, Source supply share Prismatic Ending decks and they're going to all be great. Yep. That's
1: a good, good time to play Control yeah just just you beat
0: delver so soundly that you have the 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 room to just to be fine against the rest of the field
1: the issue with Master flash mastermind though is if fire mastermind becomes good that would might that might be enough to make control bad because fire mastermind is actually like very bad against the other decks like you play against i don't know Remator or death taxes, you know, and you draw this card and it's like, it's like an actual like a death card. Yeah, this deck does
0: has a use for it, like for example, in combination with Narset, it's very good. No,
1: it, it has some uses, but it's like, it's sort of a Pyroblast that it's not that it's just bad, but it's it's Pyroblast effect, where the fact that Pyroblast exists makes the blue deck worse because they main the card and then they have this card against anything else. Then again, it's a Pyroblast that's blue so you can exile it and you can use play it to drop and trade with someone but it's still a of blast like you draw two of these cards against death and taxes you lose in the game so it's um yeah
0: the the reaction for control to be so popular has been the rise of cloud post uh with two in the two different top eights one of them came second i streamed with this deck on sunday and uh yeah i played against uh, two control decks and mono white and a beat down, yep. and I like us two combo decks, and yeah, I lost. Exactly. So a lost. So it's just a, a typical uh, uh, <laughs> a green uh, twelve post experience of you just gotta get the right pairings, and you might, you might win In the tournament.
1: Game. Yeah, I mean, you just destroy control with this. Like, and if they play more Takahashis, then it's even better, even worse. Like, you draw two Takahashis against his deck, you're dead also. Like, yeah. I think I think we'll see the, how it evolves. I think it's an interesting moment for Legacy because. Depending on how good Takahashi is, if it's really good, if the card is really strong in Legacy, it might actually push a lot of blue decks out of the main for that reason. Because if Control decks and everyone deck plays four Takahashis, then you really don't want to play blue without Takahashi as well, right? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then you probably, if you don't want to play Control, you probably should not play blue. And that's um, that's something uncommon, yeah. Like the the card seems like perfectly designed to push blue out of the legacy domination position, dominating dominating position. Like if it's it, yep. imagine if it's super good, imagine if it's ultra good, yeah, that would push blue out, I think. Also, if you look at this
0: uh, two top eights, there's no eight cast, and I believe that's like the first time ever that eight cast uh, doesn't do well. No painter also. In you know what's there
1: though? Cephalic so breakfast. A solid, no, a solid. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. No, but the uh, Fury mastermind, of course, is amazing against eight cast as that deck yep, absolutely draws so many cards and it doesn't draw them that early. I mean, sure, they might easily cast the thought cast on turn one or two, but most of the time it's just a slow engine. Yeah. Even like, I mean, even okay. bubble
1: something, you know, it's very it's yeah it's,
0: yeah. Oh, that's true for sure. Yeah. Like imagine you go bubble in my upkeep. No, I'll play fairy mastermind. Yeah,
1: that's bad news. <laughs> very bad news
0: <laughs> no I mean I can easily see I can easily see Fairy Mastermind be amazing against uh, uh, 8cast But
1: surely amazing against 8cast I think it's easy to yeah uh, it's easy to to picture that so yeah I, th- I think we so, will we talk we about this after we uh, uh, also. but with Masterminds huh? hmm no, 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 Cephalid with stuff of the Storyteller. Yeah, I, I don't know, that's kind of wild. That probably speaks on like how good the stuff of the Storyteller, um, how good it is. I don't know, it's just like a B-plan. Cephalid also doesn't play that many tokens, but it plays Eversa Saga, which is a token, so you can just draw a card. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, it's, I didn't see that one coming. I never decided, I never tried that card in Cephalid. Maybe I should have, you know. It seems to me like it's a card that should be better than the Jorian builds, though, right? Well, the problem of this card
0: is that if you don't uh, trigger it more than once, it's bad. And the Cephalids, like, you look at this list. How does this list make token? All yours aside. Yeah, that's what I mean. And re- oh, I guess yeah. Retrofit a Foundry. Well,
1: Foundry sure. also, yeah. But if you play Jorian, you can actually just have a situation where you zero in the stuff and run another card, which is fine. Mm.
0: Although, this list doesn't play Stoneforge, which is so good for me. Like, yeah. I can never see not playing Stoneforge in this deck. Isn't it like, seems like the
1: best card in, like, Tefalet, it
0: secretly. It's so good. Yeah. It fetches the combo and then post sideboard whenever you uh, bring in the removal spell. It's such an amazing plan against Delver.
1: Against everything. They play Lain of the Void, you're sure. You know, for that, Stoneforge, Caldra, GG, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, yeah, I don't think Tefal... So, I mean... Uh, you guys know I played this deck for years whenever I uh, I just always felt Mystic was the best card in the deck and I think that's still true like it just mm. lets you pivot so much after Cyborg also even game 1 sometimes because on decks play like Leylands or whatever or even Scavenging Oozes, that kind of stuff you just play just Caldra and that's often enough to win games
0: yeah I played Cephalid uh, two times uh, this weekend on Saturday at the team event uh, where I went 2-1 with it but we didn't make the top 4 and on uh, um, on Monday I played also a, a Monday night uh, legacy I went 2 two so not the best result not the best uh, for my
1: cephalids experience I I like I, I actually I remember now I signed some Cephalids, like two cephalids in in putphyexia <laughs> okay only two <laughs> yeah different players though yeah it's well it's you know it's a, it's a thing <laughs> I, I, I found it funny. <laughs> Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, overall, a deck that, uh, unlike other
1: decks, always in the top eight every week. Yeah, I'm, I'm also glad you're playing it in paper. You know, I think it's a, I think it's a fun deck for a combo deck. I think combo decks are often somewhat repetitive. This one is a little bit less because the game sometimes branch like in a very strange ways. You know, you end up having like to attack with Nakomiba sort of kill and this kind of stuff. And I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. Would you play it again? In store tournaments? I don't. No, I think I've played that enough. No, one more, Rengu. Give it a chance.
0: No, actually, I uh, <laughs> unbuilt it at the tournament no. after, That's sad. After, the, after, after the tournament, because I was kind of lazy, you know, I didn't want to build a new deck, so I kept on playing Cephalid, huh.
1: and at the end, I was like, I just... Also, I like I have a cap on how many times okay, I like to play let's this Let's make a deck. deal. Let's take a deal. If I ever top it again, like a Legacy Challenge or Showcase, with Cephalid, you play at least one time more with with you in with my now if I top it with a with a spallet, if I top it a tournament with a valid, you will play a mm. one time the valid more in a tournament with my list. Okay.
0: Okay. It's, that's it's a, deal. Deal,
1: okay. It's a deal. deal. I I don't play some challenges anymore, but when they might, you know. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, have a deal. All right, Javier. How about we talk about the one and only the format, format. the Anthony's favorite format.
0: Anthony's favorite format. Alchemy. We are. 58 uh, 50 seconds
1: deep into this podcast, zero percent chance Anthony's still Yeah, something. he's not here. I actually played this format a little bit in the editing paper here in my town because people gathered. But what gathered format to play. is it? Pauper. What format is format it? of the people. The App- apparently, it is a format people in the of my town because they played there. Like, they actually, some players gathered to play and they were playing. Like, I got borrowed like a moderate deck. So you played against mana against like I think it was elves and a mirror match and then affinity or something, yeah. Did it have yeah. Did it have the new card, friends resolve? I don't think they had it yet. Yeah, but it was I don't know. The deck is very. I it's the it's the only deck I have played, but it's just so good. I just feel like wow, this deck is so functional. It, I just keep feeling it's impressive. You know, yeah, I assume it's gonna be better even with with resolve. But that's so all like I can add to the popper. But like, I'm I, if I had to play a tournament now. I will probably play through Buffalk because I want to try the experience. But if it was a serious tournament, I would play, uh, yeah, Marret. This Marret Kulofa a impulse deck. It just feels like so good.
0: Javier, one one thing, one question. Let's say you qualify for the Barcelona Pro Tour, okay, next weekend. Okay, will you come to Poppergaden in June?
1: Hmm, there's not a serious chance. I will have to consider. Non-zero. Non-zero. Okay. It's definitely non-zero. That's... I if I qualify for Barcelona, I would like to go to at least one or two events like this sort of four fun events because I actually enjoy yeah. them a lot. If I don't, I will try to be qualifying for yeah, Barcelona. The, but
0: the, the, yeah, the the popper gathered in Pisa in June. It's gonna be a two days event. Nice. And um, it's gonna have a lot of side events, and it's all popper. <laughs>
1: I, I I'm actually I actually might if I you know like the logistics are good and I don't have anything else I I'm actually might I, yeah, I want also, to go once you know to those tournaments because you always yeah, speak very well of them and yeah I might yeah
0: and it's and it's Tuscany Tusc Pisa Tuscany 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 know uh, no, another name Toscana, Toscana, Toscana yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like the best place in the world for food well that for th- sure you're getting
1: me there and you know it, <laughs> I, also I mean even if you when you travel with Mengu on Italy, like in Italy, you, you, he knows the places, so it's like guaranteed to be a success. Usually, as long as he yeah, cares. I asked. You I, to, asked
0: to, I asked to, I asked. I asked the right people.
1: Yeah, you have to make sure he cares because otherwise, you will end on like a McDonald's. But if you no. make him care, he will take you to the best places. So yeah, I'm I'm liking that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. what happened. I mean, I see a lot of mid enforcers.
0: Yeah, first and second on Saturday is Affinity, but there's definitely different uh, versions of Ren's Resolve, uh, uh, which is, like, the hottest. It's, like, now Monoret has eight uh, um, card draw spells. Not only Reckless Impulse, but also Ren's Resolve, which is the same card.
1: And Synthesizer, right? So it's, like, draw, card, draw spells. Basically, red plays, like, a Delver deck, in a way, you know? Like, you can be the aggressor. You can go, like, Swisspear, Spear, Burn, Burn, Bang, Bang. Or you can just go like, yeah, impulse, synthesizer, impulse. I do, 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 have four cards, you have two. Yeah, so the,
0: <laughs> there's two different lists that top aged. One is with Kuldotha and the other one isn't with Kuldotha. It's with Thermo Alchemist.
1: Yep. Yeah, I don't know which one is better. I mean it's, it's hard to tell, I guess. And so it's
0: very hard to me to say that Reckless Impulse, burn Resolve, Thermal Alchemist, and Cassie, like that's 162 drop That's a little bit I too much, know, maybe. I'm, huh? I'm scared.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but those cards also play very well together. It's I mean the Kuldotha card is also quite impressive, I think. It's just for sure. yeah, so also good in the mirror match ish type of games as well, which has some relevant as well. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, I will have to test it, but it's um, probably. Like, I mean, if I had to bet right now, I will guess the Kuldotha one is better. But it's it's hard yeah, to say. Yeah, also,
0: I think that the biggest card for Popper, the best card for Popper from the new set, is blue. And it's Meeting of minds. Three and a blue, convoke, draw two cards. Instant.
1: What? That card. Ah, convoke, yeah. Yeah. That yeah.
0: card is insane. Like, I, I went to Berlin last weekend and I played against a Toffel and Popper. And I played that card for zero mana every time I cast that yeah. card. It was zero mana, draw two.
1: Zero mana, draw two in fairies is, like, very good. I mean, there was, yeah, this one. And this this No,
0: mostly it's... I think the best shell is Familiars, familiars. but Ooh, I think Blue Eye like Cal- can also play it.
1: Yeah, true, true, true. Familiars. Hmm. I fa-
0: fa- yeah, Familiars. I saw a tweet uh, by somebody saying that the five, the top five um, popper leaderboard of Trophy all play Familiars.
1: Wow, is it that good? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's a good deck. Yes, for sure. I think in paper it's even better because you can shortcut. It's, every yeah, infinite loop it's so
1: hard to play this tagging online i remembered like it's so hard yeah. to just do all the things yeah
0: online uh you have definitely have the clock mattering more mm. than in paper but i guess in paper you also have the just yeah draw a burden above you
1: no, but like if you if you combo... I mean, you can just play one of the middle guys... And you use a combo, you have a loop and you kill it, right? Like you, yeah. you kill it, it's, it's like 10 seconds, right? I mean, like half a minute or something, but... Yeah. You declare the loop, you draw your whole deck... And you play the guy and they die. That's... Yeah. That's fast enough, I, th- I would say.
0: But online, in particular, this player, GN42... Doesn't even play any Sage Rodonaisen. Just more Drifter beat down.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fine as well, I guess... Especially yeah, on paper. Yeah, is... but... Oh, did you see there's
0: a Turbo Fog as well? Yeah. I see.
1: I want to play that deck once, at least in my life, before it rotates out or, you know, gets power crept out, but... Yeah. It doesn't seem good, but it seems so fun. Also, for Weather the Storm to be the moderate players, I assume... No? The... I bought... I bought
0: the cards this weekend at the store for the Naya... Naya... What's it called? Uh, Naya Gates. Naya Gate Deck.
1: Yeah, I, I don't so feel I attracted missing... to these Gate Decks. I don't know. Tablons are... No. You don't feel... It. Yeah, no. I like I like this one.
0: This has uh, three Armadillo Cloak, which is... Uh, okay. good against Malred. <laughs> you you put it on one of your four Garden of the Guild Pact. GG. And you have a deal. Yeah, yeah. you have
1: a deal. GG, shake the head shake. Yeah, handshake. I still have...
0: I still have your two Garden of the... I don't know if we've ever ever said it on the podcast, but uh, once I was at Javier's house in Valencia and I was building uh, a deck, we needed some proxy to write behind. So he gave me a bunch of ball cards and I saw two Garden of the Guild pack stamped from Nationals 2005 in Spain. (laughs) And I immediately told him, can I take those? He said yes. So now I play popper with them. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad. You know, Mengo taught me this and Carson mean to be played. So it gives me joy that you're playing those cards, you know, and you also remember yeah, like Spanish. this year, the Spanish ones you get from my home. Spanish stamped. That gives me joy, you know. Earthen- that gives me way more joy than I would get by owning them, you know, owning them and maybe not yeah. even remembering to have them or something or never playing with them. But knowing that you have them and you play them with them it's it's good I, I like it you know it's uh, yeah they're
0: not yeah. they're not even stamped there's just written two on them <laughs> two
1: I mean no but, yeah two. but I think the two is a two second draft maybe
0: yeah that's for sure a, for sure you're yeah. yeah. a second table yeah or,
1: yeah, yeah no, I remember like a set yeah it's, I think it's a set yeah. more like a two but yeah <laughs> yeah I remember the stamp be, yeah. but over uh, all right that's uh, a good story um, I think maybe we should call it a day sure we have a uh, a lot of things to do.
0: My need to test. Also, I need to do the power,
1: power ranking. Top 15 modern. Bye-bye, Hammer. It's going have be exciting. Yeah.
0: Javier, Javier said that I should
1: ditch Hammer. Yeah, bye-bye, Hammer. It was a good run. From the top. I'm sorry for the Hammer aficionados, but yeah. I mean, it's good for you, them, probably. You beat, me, you beat me like a few weeks ago with Hammer. Yeah, I did. The that was my like goodbye to the deck, you know. But yeah, yeah, it was a good game. I like I like the Hammer play style. I like those decks are natural to me i love this like you know like kind of agro agri- combo deck but i just don't, don't think it's good enough against the hate so yeah i mean i'm gonna see you in a few days actually
0: yeah we'll see each other on thursday on right? thursday
1: yeah yeah absolutely it will be good to see you again for sure you will see okay, yeah.
0: awesome. <laughs> let's call it, <laughs> call it a day let's say goodbye to uh, all of you all the listeners remembering you that next week of course we won't be all we'll be all in uh, Minneapolis, but in, in, uh, Minneapolis. But in two
1: weeks we'll have a full uh, Minneapolis PT story probably a long one with all three telling everything that, ha- that happened in the, in the PT hopefully with a trophy you know between one of us yeah. But if not, you know, it's, I'm sure it's going to have a great time. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And, yeah, thanks viewers, <laughs> I'm going to say. The listeners, the listeners. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Cheers. <laughs>